This is not a test. This is really happening. Sound the alarm. We thought it wasn't possible. But here we are. In an alternate universe. Oh man, I gotta shut that off. That's annoying. Taysom Hill, the starter for the Saints. Gotta put the emergency broadcast out right now because this is something that affects even more than usual because we have a twist, ladies and gentlemen. If you are playing in an ESPN league, Taysom Hill is eligible to play tight end. And it's basically a cheat code. And that is throwing the whole fantasy world on its head. So we are coming to you, like not we, just me. Just Timpertrop today, at Timpertrop on Twitter, at Brodo Fantasy on Twitter. Come check us out, BrotoFantasy.com for all of your podcast needs. Patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy to, to support the show. Had to put something out here because there's implications far-reaching. So I was actually just finished up work and I was was tracking this Taysom Hill stuff. And I was just like, wow, I can't believe they really made the move. And a friend of mine, a very good friend, he was actually in my wedding party, knows his football. So he hits me up and asks me, hey, you starting Taysom Hill this week or you starting Ryan Tannehill? And I think that's where we should begin in terms of do I start him at quarterback? In terms of where should I start him? Should I start him at tight end? There's a great possibility he's tight end one this week and he has a mediocre game for a quarterback. Last week, the tight end one was Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews caught seven balls for like 67 yards. I can't remember the exact number, but it's somewhere in that in that range. And that's the tight end one last week. You're talking about a quarterback, a starting quarterback that runs, right? That is someone you want in your tight end for sure. Now, do you play him at quarterback? Because a guy like Ryan Tannehill, who you trust if you're a Brodo listener because you know he is the true throw value king. If you don't know what true values are, true throw value, true target value, go check it out, brodofantasy.com. But he's been bad without Taylor Lewan, which we've talked about. So the question is, and the question that you have to ask yourself is, the great unknown with Taysom Hill, how much am I willing to bet on it? Because Taysom Hill has all these intangibles, right? He can run. He's in the offense. He's been in the offense for a long time. Sean Payton has now shown trust in him over Jameis Winston, who we kind of just ignored the fact that Jameis Winston kind of had a shit game when he came in, in relief. So, you know, Jameis Winston had a good fantasy year last year. Yeah, we definitely, he was throwing the ball all over the place. We loved him for fantasy. But in real life, he sucked. And he was the reason why a Bucks team that made a change at quarterback and now is filthy is, you know, he's one of the reasons why they weren't as good as they could have been last year in all actuality, 30 interceptions. And he threw an interception when he came in. So maybe Sean Payton is now showing trust in the guy they paid money to. And you got to wonder if that, you know, factors into the equation. Like, hey, we paid this guy money. We got to check if he is the next one up. It's an interesting dynamic in terms of that. But let's say he is the guy because he earned that spot, which we have to assume. Then Sean Payton, someone who knows quarterbacks very well, someone who's coached one of the greatest, is 
now starting that guy over Jameis Winston. So you have to think to yourself, like, because we don't have much Taysom Hill passer knowledge. He is the great unknown. You just don't know because you've only seen him pass the ball 18 times in his entire career. He's only completed 10 passes ever. He's never thrown a touchdown. So you're talking about a guy who's an absolute unknown. The only reason that he is labeled quarterback is because he takes the snaps from the center. He's more like Corderell Patterson than he is Jameis Winston or Drew Brees. The only difference is that he takes the ball from under center. So we've never seen this guy play quarterback. But your mind goes to places because it's the great unknown. The great unknown, you never know what is behind that door, and there's excitement because of that, right? This guy could be an absolute star. He could run all over the place. He could slang the ball all over the place, and you could be the guy who called it and the guy who started him. Yes, I did it. Or you could basically maybe get, because I think there's a scenario where you get zero here. Because I wouldn't be surprised if this whole thing happens. And knowing Sean Payton, this is the guy who led off the second half of a Super Bowl with an onside kick. Knowing Sean Payton, he'll put Taysom Hill out there for one play, and then Jameis will come in and quarterback the whole game. I think there's a possibility that that happens. Is it a good possibility? No, but it's in the realm of possibilities. So you can, you can get as low as that. So it's, it's very enticing. So the question is, do I start him? Because people are in conundrums. People have decisions like that to make because Tannehill has not been good since Taylor Lewan went down because the quarterback landscape is thinner on the streamer market right now. I'll tell you what, in, in, in leagues where I drafted a quarterback in like the fifth, sixth round, or maybe the seventh round, I'm doing much better right now than I did in leagues where I have to stream. It's been rough going for streaming quarterbacks this this year. You have to really either nail one or you're out. Taysom Hill is probably going to be that guy. So I think that if you need a home run game, if you're two and six or, uh, sorry, how many games are we getting? Ten? Um, <laughs> uh, math not my strong suit if you're three and seven right go for it what do you have to lose right that's that's my mentality if you're three and seven and your team has made this turn and now you're one of the better teams in the league because of how you did on the waiver wire and you got to win this to get to the playoffs and, and move up and up and up I guess what I'm saying is if you need something conservative, go with something conservative. If you have a nice team built around you and you could score enough points to beat your opponent, go with the Tannehillish option over Taysom Hill. But if you're in a situation where the guy you're facing, you know, is favored by 20 points, 25 points, 30 points, and you're starting like Teddy Bridgewater or Ryan Tannehill or one of these guys, Drew Locke, Matt Stafford, uh, who hurt his thumb, I would very highly consider putting Taysom Hill in. And I would play Taysom Hill 1,000 million percent in my tight end slot. I also want to talk about the rest of the Saints. So now how does this affect them? Because you don't know what to do there either. 
personally, if I'm a Camara manager, I am looking at that and I'm saying I'm nervous because if Taysom Hill can't throw deep, if there's no reason to guard deep, if there's no reason for there to be any presence away from Alvin Kamara, then a lot of what the Saints do is get Alvin Kamara in space. And when you get Alvin Kamara in space, that's where he's deadly. If you can't get Alvin Kamara in space, his skill set decreases. And you see that in his in his rushing this year. Like his, his, his rushing yards, although still good, are not nearly as good as when you swing it out to him and get him in space and he's just got to beat a couple of guys. Because when he does that, he's literally... He he's like has olive oil all over him or something. He's like they just slip right off. It's insane. It's harder to make three hundred fifty pound D tackles slip right off of you. So I'm worried. I'm worried if I'm Camara because I, I, th- I if I'm a Camara manager, which I am in in a couple leagues. So I'm nervous about that. He's been amazing. If I'm Michael Thomas and I manage Michael Thomas, I'm super worried about Michael Thomas. I thought I have Michael Thomas and I've been. Waiting on Michael Thomas. I traded for Michael Thomas while injured, waiting for this exact moment right now, and I get Taysom Hill. That doesn't make me happy. That's something that I I don't want to rely on. I don't want to rely on the great unknown. I want to rely on Jameis Winston, and he's going to throw three interceptions, yes, but he's also going to have to chase points and come back, and he's going to throw it up to his number one receiver just like he did. So there's that too. So you can't say that's good for him. I don't, I don't see any way where Taysom Hill to Jameis Winston is a good sign. Unless Taysom Hill goes crazy and he's a great quarterback and no one knew. That's, that's a possibility, but I'm not, I don't want to bank on that. And that goes for Jared Cook, too, because you know my, my motto. Uh, Big Willie style, um, one of our patrons, uh, great guy, says good morning to the chat every morning. Patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy if you want to be part of that community. 63 members strong right now and building. Thank you so much for your help, everyone who's been helping. Um, but yeah, Big Willie hits the chat, and he says, "Tim, I know your motto: backup quarterbacks and tight ends. Do you like the tight end here?" And I gotta say, I, I usually yes. So Jared Cook, I'm not bringing down as much. Usually yes, but in this situation, Jameis Winston loves tight ends. I loved Jared Cook yesterday. I loved him. I was excited. But today I'm I'm you know I'm just hopeful that he's a tight end. If I get 10 points, phenomenal. I was expecting I was expecting some Jameis magic there. Emmanuel Sanders is hard to play at this point. I don't see how you start Emmanuel Sanders unless you're desperate or you're in like a like a 16 team dynasty. Like I don't know how you start Emmanuel Sanders. I and so it's it's a downgrade across the board for the Saints, which is unfortunate because they have a juicy matchup. They're playing the Falcons. But the Falcons have been better since the departure of Dan Quinn. That needs to be noted. They've really shut down their opponents outside of one monster Drew Locke quarter. Not even a game, quarter. So besides that, they've been pretty good. So you have to take that into consideration because you've gotten used to the last few years as being like, oh, the Falcons are a great matchup. Let's just start everyone against them. But starting Emmanuel Sanders with a back, a third-string quarterback who's only thrown, who's only had 10 completions in his entire career, 
probably not probably not the best idea right now. While I have your ear, since you're here, let's go over some news. It's Friday. Injury reports are out. We basically know who's in, who's out at this point. Um, let's just scroll down Roto World and read the headlines and see exactly what we got to talk about. Uh, Kenny Galladay, hip, won't play week 11 against the Panthers. Not exactly unexpected. I don't know if I would have loved him anyway uh, because Matt Stafford did hurt his thumb on his throwing hand. Um, this is something Matt Stafford has dealt with before and has struggled with before. So not only have we seen Matt Stafford with an injury, we've seen Matt Stafford with this injury. So not excited about Matt Stafford. And Kenny Galladay wasn't excited about. He's sitting. Obviously, if you drafted Kenny Galladay, you are highly, highly disappointed. The real heart wrencher is DeAndre Swift. Um, DeAndre Swift is going to miss the game with a concussion, and that is so disappointing to watch him break out last week and just take everyone by storm. And like he was basically every now everyone's favorite to be a league winner almost. And I'm, I feel the same way. I'm not usually on the consensus bandwagon, but I was I'm all in. And to see him miss a game, you're happy that it's not nothing more serious. Although concussions, man, my my wife just had a concussion. Those things suck. Shout out to these football players who come back. Sometimes we treat these guys like video games. Like, oh, he got a concussion. He's only out one week, whatever. Yo, concussions linger for a while. Those things don't go away for a long time. So shout out to them for playing, even though they're not completely over their concussions. Um, DeAndre Swift is... A travesty this week. Uh, he's going to miss. If you don't know already, you probably do. Um, am I excited about his replacements? No. But it is what it is. Uh, and nothing really changes um, in terms of my thoughts on those guys. It's not like... I mean, the Panthers are a good matchup. So there's a possibility that AP gets... 15 carries or carry on Johnson gets 15 carries and one of them does have a good game, but I would not stake my playoff life on it. If I was in a position to fight for, um, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire will play against the Raiders. That's good news. All the people, someone just dropped $55 of fab on Le'Veon Bell in one of my leagues. One of the guys who needed a win, uh, definitely not happy about that news. That I just read. Um, I think Le'Veon Bell doesn't even, even need to be, uh, rostered at this point and you know Clyde has kind of cemented himself as a nice mid-range RB2 right now in PPR he's the RB12 on the season so I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of hype around him but he's been having a decent year and you know considering that they brought in Le'Veon Bell and all that uh, still still a guy you want to start and be your RB2 if that's your if that's your case Sammy Watkins questionable yet again um, yeah and I think that's it Alvin Kamara, practice Friday. He's going to play. Um, Jack Doyle is questionable. Um, let's keep going. Let's just keep going. Let's just read the news with my pals here. Uh, Packers head coach Matt LaFleur and Devontae Adams should be good to go. Yeah, okay. So I, I feel at this point this is news that everyone has heard at this point. It's no new news. So, um, yeah, that's where we're at at the moment. Um, 
Thank you for listening to the Emergency Pod. If you want to follow us at Broto Fantasy on Twitter, at Broto Fantasy on Instagram. Thanks for listening to me ramble for about 20 minutes or so. I don't even know how long this is. It's just one guy in a mic and his thoughts about Taysom Hill. Thank you for listening to me and making my day. I appreciate it. Um, shout out to Michael and Jason. They couldn't join, but uh, they'll be right where they always are on Sundays, tweeting every single touchdown so that if you're away from your TV, you can always be up on the action. And with start-sit decisions from all three of us from as early in the morning as you can on Sunday to as late to game time as possible. We are on that Twitter, and we are answering start-sit decisions. Follow us at Brodo Fantasy, patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy if you want to join uh, the little Brodo army we got going. Shout-out to our patrons who are the best group of people, and I really appreciate you, and I really mean that. I have so much fun in the Discord and through tough times. I accidentally dropped Carlos Hyde in the Dynasty. I don't know what happened. It was Sleeper, and I was uh, I was scrolling, and I guess when I was scrolling, I hit Carlos Hyde because I was just dropping a kicker for a kicker. So I dropped a kicker, I can't even remember, for, for Michael Badgley and... And then I also dropped Carlos Hyde. Just like, whoa, immediately. I'm telling you, immediately. Because if you play Sleeper, you know they give you in the chat whenever there's a roster move. You Immediately, everyone. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> immediately myself. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. Jason, good commissioner, put him back on my team. But the Vultures came out. I love it. Savages. Trying to win. That's what I'm talking about. It's the Brodo way. I love it. I love the. I love it. And there's also nice people too, but not that they're not nice. But you know what I mean. Um, Patreon.com/slash Brodo Fantasy if you want to be part of that community. Uh, what else? That is it. At Brodo FF Tim, at Brodo FF Mike, and at Brodo FF Jason for our personal uh, handles on Twitter. We will see you on Monday with the recap pod. I wish everyone good fortune and big wins. See you later.